Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor. This is the Retirement Ready Podcast with President and Founder Eric Peterson of Peterson Financial Group, Iowa's retirement specialists with an office in West Des Moines. It's time to make sure that you're retirement ready. So Eric, let's jump in and knock out a few of these this week, see if we can help some folks out around the area. Let's head over to Altoona. We got Ray and he says, Eric, I own four rental properties. All of them are paid off and all of them currently rented. So they do provide a nice monthly income. But I don't have a lot in the way of liquid assets. Should I sell some of these properties so that I can maybe invest that money in something that's a bit more liquid? Uh, well, Ray, I say you're making um, pretty smart, um, asking yourself smart questions right now. Right. Um, so stress test it. So the thing to think about that, you know, the thing with having rental properties is that they have renters in them. And right now you have them all rented. But renters sometimes can fall on hard times or, you know, we have a pandemic that comes again and now they have moratorium and now some you don't have uh, legally, they don't have to pay you any uh, rent, right? So He's lucky if that's the case, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So just look at that. Okay, so if all of your four properties, I, th- I think it's four, yeah, mm-hmm. let's yeah. say they all stop paying at the same time. Just either they moved out and you weren't able to re-rent them or something happened. What happens to your lifestyle? Is So is your income, is your lifestyle dependent on that income coming in from those four things? If you can survive without it, then you know, basically it, it's fine. Then you don't really have to diversify. But if you can't, you might want to look at diversifying some of it, mm-hmm. um, you know, maybe selling them off. Right now, you know, real estate's extremely hot. Um, there's going to be buyers. You're going to make a decent profit say, on yeah, any of those properties. There's a good market for it, yeah. For yeah. Sure. Well, then, know, I was gonna, Eric, his question that really jumped out to me is, is liquidity. Right. So right. what what does liquidity mean to him? Right. Because I think a lot of times when you're talking with clients or potential clients, that's the case. Is it something you need immediate access like at the bank or is five, six, seven days? Is that liquid enough? Right. Right. Or I think I think under this, if he doesn't have, let's say, maybe money in stocks and retirement plans and he needs to get a large sum of money, he's got to sell one of those properties. Mm-hmm. And so the thing is, when you need to sell a property, um, that's when you don't get the best price because they know you're desperate. But two, sure. you don't know yeah. what the market's going to do. Right. If they start raising interest rates and we have a cooling off or something like that, those those prices start to fall. The value of properties is really dependent on, you know, the economy, doing, but also interest rates, what people can afford. Money's cheap right now. That's why they have this huge escalation. And plus, there's a lot of demand for it. If demand falls off, those values, those properties may not be easy to be sold. So yeah. having stuff okay. in stocks or money in the bank, something like that, you can get at quickly if you needed it. But yeah, one day liquidity versus five or seven days. But real estate would be even harder because how long does it take for oh, a yeah, transaction it be 30, to occur? 60, 90, yeah. Yeah. You know. yeah. So, so Ray, it's not a, you, the questions that you're asking, I would probably you know, invite you to come in. We can go through kind of a planning process. But ask yourself that question. If all this rent stopped, does my lifestyle, is it impacted by that? If it is, 
then you may well look at some ways to diversify that a little bit. Not so all, but you might want to look at pairing off a couple. Yeah, great point. So yeah, really just stress test it. Run some analysis to see what your you know lifestyle can handle should those not be rented or should you offload a few. And that's just the best way to do it. But yeah, you're right. He's definitely thinking. And he's, it sounds like he's done a good job, and he's definitely thinking and asking himself good questions. So mm-hmm. Ray, definitely follow back up and uh, reach out and let him know. Of course, they're going to follow back up with you anyway, but I always say that to kind of double up. 515 226 that's 515-226-1500 if you're in a similar situation to Ray maybe and you've got some questions. Get on the calendar. Come in for that retirement readiness review. All right, let's jump over to Ames and see what Lisa's got for you. She says, Eric, I retired towards the end of last year, that's 21, and had planned to start my Social Security in a couple of months when I turned 65. But since then, I've picked up a handful of consulting gigs, and I'm not sure I'm going to need the Social Security money anytime soon in order to pay the bill. So I'm wondering, should I just defer it? Well, Lisa, great question. And uh, what you're thinking about or need to think about is the income limitation. So 65 would be considered early for you. So if you claim Social Security early and you make more than a certain amount of money, this year for 2022, it's $19,560. So if you make more than that doing these uh, consulting gigs, then Social Security is going to claw back $1 for every $2 you're over that. So you're kind of like, Pain to work, if you will. Yeah, and it sounds like she's some... thinking about deferring anyway, so maybe that right. is the best option. Right. So you can defer till full retirement age, whatever mm-hmm. yours is. It might be sixty six, might be sixty six and six months, or ten months, or even sixty seven, like mm-hmm. it is for me. If you wait till then, then you could do all the consulting that you want and claim Social Security. The one thing people like about having it turned on at sixty five is that your Medicare Part B comes out of your Social Security, so you don't have to write a check to ah, Medicare. Okay. Um, that's the reason why a lot of folks do that. But as long as you're comfortable sending that check in or having it direct debited out of your checking account, I would probably, under the without meeting you and in, in going through a plan, I'd probably say probably delay if you're making enough money from the consulting gigs right? Um, because you don't want this give back as well. But if your consulting is going to be less than that and you want that, the nice thing is the consulting work is going to kind of be hit or miss, right? But Social Security is a check that appears every month and we're kind of accustomed to spending money each month and having that consistent money coming in gets you to spend with confidence. So maybe having both of them, but just see how much you're going to be making on that. And uh, you want to make more and have it have a give back. But full retirement age, you can make whatever you want. Well, if she's talking about deferring it, maybe she was thinking deferring it all the way to like 70, right? To max it out or something. And you know you know how long those consulting gigs are going to keep going. And since you're pretty close, it looks like to possibly full retirement age, certainly be worth the same kind of thing. Stress test it, run the numbers and see. Maybe it's worth uh, riding these, these uh, gigs until full retirement age. Maybe it is worth it deferring all the way to 70. But you won't know until you really run those numbers. So uh, give Eric a call, sit down, have a conversation with him. But uh, great questions this week. People are really thinking out there, so it's always fantastic to see. 515-226-1500. That's 515-226-1500. All right, let's do our last one this week. Uh, It's uh, Roger in Marshalltown. And he says, Eric, we've determined that we need about twelve grand a month to live the way we'd like to in retirement. Pensions and Social Security benefits are going to get us to about eight grand of the twelve. So, how do I determine how much we need to have saved in order to generate the other four grand? Okay, Roger. Well, this is going to be the kind of the cocktail napkin approach to this. So, if you think about a four percent withdrawal rate, is what uh, most. Um, you know, periodicals and financial planning will tell you to to anticipate or take off of your assets. So you need $48,000 a year. So if I divide that by 0.04, which is 4%, that's going to point me to $1.2 million. So hmm. 
Okay. $1.2 million, pulling off 4%, should, that's the operative word here, should last you in retirement. And that was uh, based on a withdrawal rate that was established by William Bengen in the 90s, uh, who's a financial advisor. Because people are coming in, the 90s, markets are doing great, saying, hey, I want to take 10% off. He's like, you can't always do that um, because markets don't always go up. So he did a lot of Monte Carlo simulation and came up with 4% and then adjusting that for with, with inflation gave people a high probability. It was not guaranteed. High probability that it would last. So we talked about this on the radio program many times before. And we talked about it in the class as well. So they went back and examined that, uh, Morningstar did, um, and because in the late 90s, interest rates were a lot higher than they are today. So when you have this split between equities and bonds and cash, you were earning a lot more on cash and bonds than you are today. So they went back and reexamined this. So let's say, uh, Roger, that you had 60% allocation to stocks and 30% to bonds, 10% to cash. And then then you got to tell me, well, how many years are you going to live or how many years you need the money for retirement? You don't know that because you don't have a expiration date tattooed on you, right? Mm-hmm. None of us do. So let's say it's 30 years that you, that you plan on being in this retirement arena. And then you have to tell me what kind of probability of success do you want? Do you want a 50% probability? Do you want a 75? Do you want a 90? Or maybe you want a 99 like most people do. They want a 99% probability. Remember, that's not 100. It's 99. <laughs> right. So if we do that math, and we go 30 years at a 99% probability with 60% allocation, now your withdrawal rate is 1.9%, which is less, which now if I take the same $48,000 that you need and I divide it by 0.019, now you need uh, $2,526,000. Mm, okay. Okay, a lot more. So... Really, the question is, it depends, Roger. <laughs> you know, the, the way to answer any financial question is with that one word. So having a plan, and then, you know, if there's 12000 a month, is that... Uh, That's what I was going to ask. I was going to say, yeah. what, where did he get the number from? And he also does say to live the lifestyle they would like to. So, you know, where did they come up with that number? Maybe it's the right number. Maybe it's not. Right. And we do know that retirement's got the three phases, right? Go-go years, slow-go year, no-go year. So maybe you want more in those go-go years, but then kind of adjust it and you have some things fall off, like travel budgets and that kind of stuff. And that's why the budgeting piece of this is key to your retirement plan. You know, figure out what you're going to spend. And you don't want to scrimp. You just don't want to pay the bills and sit in the house. You want to you know, go out there and have adventures. And, you know, you didn't work this hard and sacrifice just to not do anything. So take all that into consideration. But what a lot of people do is they're using their current incomes, right? Their gross incomes, not realizing that you're not saving for retirement anymore. So you can take that out of the equation. You're not paying a couple of taxes like Medicare and Social Security tax. Take those out of the equation. Uh, flex spending accounts. And you know, if you weren't spending all the money that was coming in, you're able to save. Well, you probably don't need as much. So I'd go to budget. But if you want that amount of money, to answer your question, at 4% withdrawal rate, you need $1.2 million. Okay. But yeah. that's not guaranteed it's going to last you the rest of retirement need to find some ways to do that. And that's what we can help you with here at Peterson Financial Group. You've been listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast. If you have questions about what you've heard on today's podcast and would like to schedule a complimentary retirement readiness review with Eric Peterson and the team at Peterson Financial Group, call now. 515-226-1500 is the number to dial. That's 515-226-1500. They are Iowa's retirement specialists and standing by to help you achieve your financial and retirement goals. Want to ask a question online? Visit the team at askericpeterson.com. Thanks for listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast. 
making sure that you're retirement ready. Did you know that Eric Peterson also has a radio show? Tune in to the Retirement Ready Radio Show, Sundays at noon on AM 1040 WHO. Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day, using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investing involves risk, including the loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against loss in periods of declining values. Any references to protection benefits or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor.